When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn, track and field, and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my co-host and husband, Kyle, to discuss the 2019 NCAA Outdoor Championship meet held at Mike A. Myers Stadium at the University of Texas campus July 5th through the 8th. Well, that's Excuse a me. mouthful there. June 5th through the 8th. We're not even in July. Are you a little bit messed up with your times from us being on vacation? Well, and that was just like a lot to say. Yeah, it is quite a mouthful there that I'm impressed that you even got out with one slip up there. So that's very good on your part. <laughs> but hey, we came back from vacation and we get to talk about Auburn in the national championships. We didn't get to talk about this last year. but Even though we had a competitor, we didn't have anybody place high enough to really get points or anything right. like that. This year we had a we had a lot of athletes. We had five athletes go, six different competitions. It was a really good year for Auburn. Two things that I want to point out for this meet before we get into the meat of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, um, that bad joke. I'm going to move on from uh, Mike A. Myers Stadium. I know it's at Mike A., but whenever I see that name, Mike Myers, I just think, "Hey, baby," you know, and oh Austin Powers gosh. and all that kind of. There's another bad joke for you. And the other interesting thing that I point out, and I think we mentioned this in the last episode, is that this meet was in Texas, whereas normally it's in Eugene, Oregon, at least that I can remember from us doing this podcast. It has. It would be interesting for us to kind of do a little more research and see how often the NCAA meet changes location. Right. Because I would think, whoo, Texas would be so hot. Well, but think about it. It's a lot to ask everybody to travel to Oregon every single year. I mean, only the Pac-12 are really close to it. Well, yeah, and think about the climate. Your air's a lot thinner. You've got a higher altitude. So athletes that are used to the heat and humidity of the south or even the far northeast, I mean, even though there's not heat, but there is humidity, Mm -hmm. they're going to have completely different running conditions. I think it's a fair thing for them to split it up if that's what they're doing between Austin and Oregon and and obviously probably some other places too. I mean, the indoors go to Arkansas every year, it feels like anyway. So I I understand the, the change in altitude type of thing. And I think it is a very fair thing because even though Oregon may have the best facilities with the whole Nike sponsorship and all that, right? you can't let them have the advantage of home field advantage every single time that's true but it would be kind of cool it would be for them it, for them not anybody <laughs> for uh somebody from maine somebody from miami florida it would not right be that would be terrible <laughs> absolutely awful okay so you ready to jump into let's it let's do it so i will start us off with the only male competitor for auburn so we had Cade antonucci who competed in the men's javelin and this is actually his second nc second consecutive ncaa outdoor appearance And it's the first time in Auburn history a men's javelin thrower has advanced to nationals in back-to-back years. You know, this year's been a great time for javelin throwers. And, you know, we talked a lot about Kylie Carter, which we'll do in just a little bit. But to see Cade Antonucci come on strong here at the end and be able to pull off consecutive appearances in NCAAs is incredible. And be the first men's javelin thrower to do that back-to-back is 
I mean, if you're going to be the only male competitor, you might as well, you know, make a statement by doing that. I agree. And that's a huge accomplishment in and of itself. Even if he had, you know, fouled every single throw just to make it to outdoor nationals two times in a row and hold that school record is awesome. Wait, you can foul in javelin? Like, what do you do? Just smack someone with a stick? No, Kyle, think about it. There are designated parameters where I don't you have know. to throw. You can't just throw willy-nilly at the crowd. So you just, I just can't, like, cl- shut my eyes, spin around, and throw wherever it goes. Oh, my gosh. You have learned <laughs> nothing. Yeah, this would make track interesting. It's like the crowd Kyle, doesn't know if you're going to you be... you would kill somebody. The crowd will never know if they're actually going to be, like, in the danger zone or not. Oh, my gosh. So back to Cade. He is the number two performer in Auburn history, so another huge accomplishment for him. He had a season best throw of 72.37 meters. Um, Prior to this national championship meet, he was ranked 17th, and um, that's it. Let's move on to the national championship meet. Well, I mean, let's say this, though. He is, he's got a lot of accolades coming into this, and, you know, I'm very proud for where we've talked a lot about the the ladies have dominated this year, where the field events for the ladies specifically have dominated. To see a guy do that and be a representative there was very impressive. I agree. It's been a lot of fun watching Cade progress throughout the season. So um, at the NCAA Outdoor Meet, Cade finished 21st with a best toss of 63.89 meters, which earned him honorable mention All-America honors, um, which this happened during day one of the outdoor meet. And this is probably, what, three days of competition or maybe a little bit longer? Four. Four four days of competition? June 5th through the 8th. You know, I don't do math on this show. Bless your heart. (laughs) So he threw on Wednesday. I gotcha. All right, let's move on to Maddie Malone, another thrower, but this time for the ladies. We talked a a lot about her in indoor And now we're going to talk a little bit about her performance here in the outdoor championships. So she threw in the women's hammer throw. And just as a reminder here, folks, this is a red shirt freshman. Sink that in. Red shirt freshman. And she's already doing big things on the stage. You know, I get the feeling that Maddie is going to be a lot like Brenda Kygan. I know slow burn, not slow burn, but just you remember how like, bam, there was Brenda Kygan onto the scene. But she was super consistent. too. She was. And so, but it was just like freshman, Brenda Kygan already dominating. And he, granted, we've talked a little bit about Brenda, maybe with injuries, all that kind of kept her from continuing to progress. What we thought we thought she was going to, and probably she thought she was going to too. I get the same type of feel where Maddie's just kind of like burst onto the scene as a redshirt freshman. Maybe. Uh, and then SEC, she's the SEC Outdoor Women's Field Freshman of the Year. She's also the school record holder in the hammer throw. And again, redshirt freshman. I know. All of these accolades. Redshirt freshman. And she ends up getting the second team All-America honors. Now, let's talk about what she actually did here in the championship. She broke her own school record in the hammer throw in the championship meet, a 65.49 meter throw. It's the fourth time in nine meets she has set a new school record. Again, a freshman. Right. She places 11th overall, and she was the top finishing freshman in the hammer throw. Again, a freshman. Well, she'd have to be a freshman to be the top finishing I, freshman. You, you know, I'm just reiterating the <laughs> but point. But I agree. Like, this is all incredible stuff. And the best thing is we get a few more years with her, hopefully. A few more. Plenty more years with her. Well, things like injuries, transfers, all whoa, of the whoa, above Whoa, 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 what are you doing? Here, Maddie, I'm sorry we are not endorsing that this is going to happen to your career. <laughs> that was Jessica, not Kyle. No, I'm just saying we have to be realistic. I'm just super proud that this year she was able to beat her own record 
four times, hold hold the Auburn school record, and place 11th overall at the national championship. You just be your little realist over there. I'll continue to be the eternal optimist. I don't know who's optimist that you are, but it's something. It's something. So moving on to Joyce Camelli, she was our only athlete to, to qualify and compete in two events. So she competed in the 3,000-meter steeplechase and the 5,000-meter run. So she currently holds the Auburn steeplechase school record with a time of 9 minutes, 52.48 seconds. And prior to this meet, she was ranked 11th nationally. So in the steeplechase, unfortunately, she did not make it to the finals. She placed 13th, and she missed making it to the finals by four seconds. Oh, my goodness. That's just got to eat at you. That's just the most... It just hurts your heart a little bit. But you know what? She ran it in a time of 10 minutes, 4.71 seconds. So not her fastest time ever, but you know what? Not far off it. And that earned her second All-Team America honors. But to get to this stage, when you didn't start running the steeplechase until the back half of the regular season, I think that's... Start competing in it. Start competing. Excuse me. Competing, yes. I'm I'm aware they probably were practicing it, getting to the point where they could compete. The fact that you only started it in the back half and got to the point where you could get to the championships... I take nothing away from her not being able to get to the actual championship meet part. 100% agree. The other thing is, we have to remember, she's also competing in the 5,000 meter. This girl is tired. Mm -hmm. I'm sure her muscles are screaming at her. So the next day, she competed in the 5,000 meter. She placed 21st in the 5,000 with a time of 17 minutes, 2.91 seconds. And she earned All-America honors in that. And she is the first Auburn female to earn All-America honors in multiple distance events since 1995. I hate to bring Brenda Kygan back up again in kind of, not a negative light, but like in terms of just kind of talking about how we, we thought she was going to be a little bit more of a superstar in the latter part of her career. And she had, she's done great things, not taking anything away from her. But we watched Joyce Camelli almost seize the spotlight a little bit and become that front runner. <laughs> see what I did there uh-huh. for, you know, the star women's runner athlete that right. we have on the squad this year. And I think that the best Testament is the fact that she's the only female uh, in our squad that got to run in two events here and two completely different ones i mean i know yep. they're both running events but you but talk about completely different talk about right. running and then you talk about falling into a pit of water i mean yeah. come on to be fair she's so good at it she does not fall that's true she jumps over it but she does not fall into the water the water carries her. there you go and let's not discount she also graduated from nursing school this year. How she many times did, are you going to bring that up? Because, Kyle, I'm just thinking, do you remember when I was in nursing school and I could do nothing else except nursing school? Clinicals and study. That was in class. That was my life. This girl did clinicals, study, class, track and field practice. Oh, wait, I made it to nationals. Oh, wait, I'm the only Auburn athlete to, to qualify in two events. Oh, wait, I'm the only Auburn female to earn All-America honors in two events since 1995. Man, I'm just a superstar of the world. That's so, Joyce Camelli. If there are any Auburn track and field athletes and cross-country runners that are zoology majors, please tell me so I can harp about it as much as Jessica harps about I'm just saying. her nursing degree. Nursing school is hard. So is zoology school. That's fine. But USA World Report said that nursing school is one of the top hardest programs in the country. Top five. Do you want to go stand out in the middle of a marsh and have a five foot long gar jump in front of you? Do you even know what a gar is? Yes, it's a fish. What kind of fish? It's got that long teeth. Okay, with... we, we've gotten real off yeah. the bat. So go back to Kylie Carter. Okay. All right, well, let's talk about the... I'm just saying, Joyce Camilla, you're awesome. Oh my gosh. 
Kylie Carter, she's like, please talk about me now and stop yammering about your, you know, accolades and your degrees and stuff. Uh, Kylie Carter, who has been what probably we, we would describe as the superstar of track and field this year for us. A field. Uh, a, a field, but track too. And just as the team, if you said there was a name this year that you first came to mind, it was going to be Kylie Carter. She won every single regular season event. And when we got to... SECs, and now she saw her kind of have a little bit stiffer competition, so she got second place finishes and things like that. Doesn't take anything away from how awesome she's been. And how humble she has been. Yeah, I've gotten to read a lot of her quotes and things that she said after each meet. That's been one of my favorite things, is watching her give accolades to her coaches, to her teammates, and just be genuinely humble. So... Kudos to her just for that. So a little background before we talk about how she actually did. So coming in ranked third nationally before the meet, she had won seven consecutive javelin events this year uh, before taking third at the NCAA prelims. Pause, pause. You just flew past that. She won seven javelin events in a row. I mean, do you remember that? That was such a good time in our life. It was like, oh, Callie Carter won. Oh, you know, Callie Carter won again. You know, that was just a few months ago, right? Oh, I know. It was Not such a months. good time. It was like weeks ago, her last No, month. it was probably months. Because then she took third at the NCAA prelims, and we were like, man, this girl is on fire. She holds the Auburn school record with a toss of 57.45 meters. Now, here we go with how she did in NCAA championships. And as you might expect, she did very well. <laughs> Not the best, but very well. She wins a silver medal, second place at the NCAA Championships. This is the best finish ever by an Auburn women's thrower in the NCAA Outdoors Championships. She threw 56.40 meters and maintained second place throughout the entire preliminary and finals competition. Yes, I know we wanted Kylie to win it all, but man, to be able to maintain second through both sets of competition that's incredible i'm so proud that think she placed third in the prelims Mm -hmm. she jumped exponentially to play second overall think this is she is competing with the best athletes nationally this is the olympics of college athletes this girl can do amazing things i thought the pin relays were the olympics of college athletes no 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 the pin relays are like the most exciting thing they would be like um, you're saying the olympics aren't exciting no, I'm saying... I'm just trying to... I'm trying to uh, dig that hole further for you that you got yourself in. I'm saying the pin relays would be like the Iron Bowl is to Auburn football. Okay. Super fun, really intense but competition. The, but everybody's trying but to But not win the, the national sh- championship. I got you. Okay, I, I'm Was with you Was that a now. good analogy? I, it is. I'm with you now. I'm with you. Look at me knowing stuff. It's <laughs> the only thing you knew. <laughs> you know what? Kiss it. <laughs> so... Good job, Kylie Carter. Um, our last competitor was Skylar Daniel. She competed in the women's high jump. And let me just say, I'm really impressed that Skylar has made it all the way to the nationals with her high jump. We've seen her kind of um, have a little bit of struggles throughout the indoor season. And she has completely done a 180 and did fantastic to make it all the way to nationals. So this is her first time to ever come to the NCAA outdoor national event um she's the first auburn qualifier for women's high jump since 2013 and her career best jump is 1.75 meters and that's actually what she jumped at the national championship meet um according to what i read she was so close to clearing 1.78 meters but unfortunately after a few jumps she was just unable to clear it 
So that gives me hope for next year that she will definitely clear that next mark. Um, she placed 19th overall and she earned all America honors. So congratulations to Skylar as well as all of our other competitors. So for Skylar, I'll say this. It's one thing for someone who's been dominating the entire entirety of their outdoor season. We'll take Kylie Carr as an example. Sure. That's a feat in and of itself just to, to maintain that. It's another thing to come from not lower, but not your best performance, like humble like hum- performance. <laughs> more humble performances and rise up to the level of being the NCAA uh, national championship. So I think you've got a lot of I, what I like about this team and the representatives here. It, it's well-rounded in terms of those that have been at the top and have maintained and those that have rise, uh, risen to the occasion. Let me yeah. use correct grammar there. Uh, so Skylar, I was very happy to see her kind of as being not the outlier of our representatives, but one we weren't really anticipating coming right. in. And those are kind of one of my favorites because you know that she is great and you know that she deserved to be there. And then when she qualified, it was like, yes, everything, every hard earned day that she put in, it was worth it. And there were a couple of really hard meets for her and she overcame it and she did awesome. She did. So um, overall, the Auburn women got eight points. So there were only five women competing only. So wait, four women with five events. Excuse me. Um, And they scored eight points, which, let's be honest, that's huge. That's a big deal when you only have five um, events. They were all scored by Kylie Carter. So Kylie, in and of herself, (laughs) technically got 32nd place for the team overall. But the fact that you had four competitors there in five positions to be able to compete and be able to get points and score is something that hasn't been pulled off since you and I have been doing this. I was exactly about to say the same thing. This is these are more athletes competing in outdoor nationals than we've ever seen since right. we've done the show. Um, and obviously, this is my favorite season. Outdoor track and field is my favorite. This is not a surprise to y'all. So that's a big deal for me to get to see this. Now I will call out my fellow men. You know, Cade, you did a great job representing us at the at the nationals, buddy. He had the weight of the world on but his shoulders. But we have to get some more of my boys here <laughs> so we can score and place. Cade can't do it all by himself. I know Ky- Kylie can do it all by herself, but that's just, you know that's besides the point. Cade needs some help, guys. So I'm looking at you, Sean Shivers. Ooh, I'm looking ooh. at you, Noah Igbenagi. I'm looking at you, Anthony Schwartz. I'm and look- you calling out all the football men. I'm looking at every guy out there. I want you guys next year in NCAA Nationals placing 31st or higher. I think that's very manageable, and I think you can do it. Dang, that's stiff. It is very stiff, but wow. I believe in them. Okay, well, we're going to have one more show because I can't stand to let outdoor track and field go. Of course So just give it some time. We're going to have another show next week for you about the wrap-up of the 2019 track and field season. We'll go all the way back to indoor, give you some highlights, our favorite moments. Spoiler alert, Kyle's is going to be Kylie Carter. I mean, is there any other highlight? Um, Joyce Camelli graduated from nursing school. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> so get, more, get ready for more of that. If you're not excited for that, then I can't help you. I'm just saying. So this has been a fantastic season. So happy for Cade, Kylie, Skyler. Joyce and Maddie. Almost forgot Maddie, our freshman. Gosh. Sorry, so, Maddie. Really proud of all five of these athletes. There's not anything more than I can say than congratulations. You truly all earned every single second of these honors. So congratulations to everyone and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us. 
podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?